No need to whine and slimy balloons up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Happy Whining Palooza Wednesday. No need to whine, it's Whining Palooza Wednesday. Have some wine and join us on Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Tired Traveled Green family. Um, maybe this wasn't a good idea. <laughs> it's your idea. I thought you were taking the night off. Well, what, how am I going to talk about my blog tomorrow? We're here. We're talking. I mean, I'm not going to cut it off now, but we didn't talk this through. We No, we can't do me. it tomorrow. Anyways, we're going to do it anyway. Yes, we'll be home late tomorrow. We're home from Boston. Yes. And we're tired. We drove all day. We drove all day. We had a long day and we're here anyway. The dedication of this woman, people. Give her some props for that. Well, that is because I, did a t- I didn't take the week off, which I could have done, but I have a good topic, so I wanted to actually get to talk about it. Let's talk about it. I guess we could have waited till next week, but you and I... You can't leave the people waiting for You and I need to communicate, so... Just do what you tell me. So, before we dive into our awesome topic... Yes. I... We... Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just along for the ride, apparently. We had quite the encounter this week. We... Encounter. Okay. Trip. Trip. Right. Um, we went to take our son for his first college visits. Yes. And we started in Boston. Yes. Because we really wanted to take take Max to see MIT. Yes. And he has talked about MIT and talked about MIT. So we wanted to get him there so he could actually see it. He doesn't believe me that seeing campuses might change his mind. So, so far, it hasn't. <laughs> So far, he's right. He loved MIT. We did walk around Harvard, and that was pretty cool. Yes. Yes. Beautiful campus. Beautiful campus. And we walked around Tufts. Which wasn't on our original list, but someone said, hey, you're there. You should see it, right? Well, we got a list while we were there. Northeastern, Boston yes, University. Like, Look at all these other schools. So, Which according... Course, send my wife into, we got to fit it all in. According to Max. Yes. It sounds like he will go to Boston for MIT. That is what he would go to Boston if, for. Right, if if he goes that way. If he goes that way. You gotta get in and all, every, all the stars have to align. So college touring has only just begun. Yes. And surprisingly, I was emotionally strong. 
I yes, I was I, impressed with you. I forgot. I, we didn't have a chance to talk about it yet. I, I don't know about my my mushy husband over <laughs> here. Are we taking turns? Tomorrow is it my turn? We are taking turns, yes. So we'll see how I do tomorrow. But I have been very strong this week. I think that every single parent will relate to this comment. I have had every single emotion about college. You've had all the feelings. And it ebbs and flows. And I never know how I'm going to feel. And right now, I just feel excitement. Excitement to explore with Max and see what's out there. It's an awesome, positive, resourceful state. It is. I mean, tomorrow I may feel differently, but <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Yes, you're feeling I good right now. didn't have any sadness. I really only felt excitement for him. Excitement for this adventure that we get to take with him to go tour and look at all the colleges and see what he thinks and... I'm just excited and along for the ride. That is awesome, and I'm impressed with you. Did you notice that at all? I did notice that you were being, you, you had it together. I had it together. Yes, there were no emotional moments. No, the only emotional moments were about Boston traffic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said to Seth, I said, I will drive as many hours as you want in the six and a half hour drive, but I will not drive in Boston. So... Like an hour away, we switched. Yes. And you Seth, did not drive the entire first no, four or five no, no, no. hours. No, but you I did. would have. I know you would have. I would have driven the entire trip if you would have agreed to drive in Boston. And I did agree to drive in Boston and drove other parts. And thank, thank the Lord <laughs> that I went up to the concierge and said, so we're going to MIT for a tour and it looks like traffic isn't bad. Should we drive or should we find the subway? Like, what should we do? And he was like, take a taxi. There's no parking. So I'm so glad that we talked to him because we Ubered around the city. Yes. And we didn't have to drive and deal with it. The Uber drivers drove like maniacs. Yes, that, that was, was not, not pleasant. That was not fun at all. But we got around the city safely. Yes. I was like, please get us to our hotel safely. And I was really happy with that advice because there's no parking. The yes. only parking was at Tufts. I did see parking at Tufts, but other than that, I didn't see any parking. And supposedly... Right, and by then, we'd already gone to two schools and wouldn't have had a car with us anyway. Didn't have a car with us anyway. Well, and we learned that parking in Boston is like a rent payment. Yes. Uh, mortgage you payment. A, you buy a parking spot. You buy a parking spot. So, Boston was our first stop. There yes. will be many, many more, and we will keep you updated on our college touring. Yep. Our excitement college touring. But, let's get to our topic. <laughs> our topic is not college. It is not, surprisingly. Our topic not. is trust, trust issues with myself, which, which I meant to put out last week, but realized it was Valentine's Day, and I had to talk about the love languages, and we want to... I want to apologize because after Wednesday, Seth got this awesome email on Thursday telling him that there were two more love languages. So we missed shared experiences and emotional stabil stability. Yes. So we missed the two new love languages, but we I felt like I felt like we needed to do love languages for Valentine's Day and now this week we are going to do trust issues. With myself. Your trust issues Not with yourself. Seth. Yes, thank you. Not with other people. Clarity there. But here's what I want to begin with is that if we can't trust ourselves, who, can, who trust? can we trust? So if you have known me for years, if you are new, you don't know this at all. So come along for the ride. If you are an old friend, 
you have seen me up and down. I would say thin, I would say not so thin, right? And, and my wonderful husband has been on this ride with me and I'm like, okay, I need to be healthy for my family. This is ridiculous. You gotta get on the wagon. You gotta focus on this. And it was because I was having success and people were commenting and saying, you know, how do you keep it together? How do you balance everything? How do you, how are you successful? Like, give me your secrets and tell me more about parenting and tell me about, you know, your awesome marriage and tell me this and tell me this. And I was like, so happy, but in the back of my mind, I was like, but. <laughs> and as, as much as we want to give ourselves credit, like, good job on the book, good job on the blog. Like, I was saying I'm proud of you throughout the day. Like, that was a really good podcast. I'm proud of you. Like, my self-talk had gotten so much better, but there was always a but in the back of my mind because I wasn't focusing on my health. And that's not to give the other areas of my life credit, but I feel like personally, we need to give all areas of our life credit or we need to give all areas attention. And I was neglecting a huge part and I was watching Max and Lily work out and I was watching them start to watch what they were eating and try to be healthier. And I was just feeling worse and worse about this topic. And I was like, you need to be a good example. You need to live a long life and you need to focus on this. So I was, I was losing some trust in myself because, you know, every time I was making a poor eating choice, I was losing the trust. Every time I was saying I was going to work out and I didn't, I was losing the trust and I was having issues with myself. And when we're having issues, we need to look in the mirror and we need to say, what is it about myself that is making me possibly project this onto anybody else? Am I making sense? Yeah, you were breaking your micro commitments with yourself. Yes. And I was losing, I was losing And then you little couldn't bits. believe it yourself each time you made one. You felt you believed it less because you had broken the previous one. So I was like, okay, Seth, I'm going to focus. I'm going to focus in on this. I did not tell you to do this. Well, this has nothing to do with you I know, whatsoever. I'm just making that clear. I... No, Seth loves me small, medium, large. <laughs> Seth gets all the credit for being a supportive husband. This has nothing to do with Seth. But I will say, our spouses deserve us to take care of ourselves. He wants me to live a long time. He wants, not that, I'm not saying I don't look good. I'm saying that our spouses want us to look good. Like we should want to look good for our spouse and we should want to be healthy for ourselves and for our spouse and for our kids. So I was like, I'm going to focus on this. And Seth was like, okay, like, before you do this all again, he's seen me do this many times. He was like, it's not sticking and you need, you need help. And I was like, I do need help. But his, what was your way of help? What was your suggestion that you had brought up several times? Are we talking about? Dr. Barbara. Yes. I suggested a neuroemotional technique, um, which is practiced locally that we know of by Dr. Barbara Coyle. Um, our sister-in-law does it, but doesn't work with family, and it wouldn't have been, like, the best. And she doesn't live here. And she doesn't live here either. And Dr. Barbara is literally down the street from us, and I have had amazing results in other areas of my life with Dr. Barbara and have said to Rebecca multiple times, you should go just see what happens. Right. So Dr. Barbara Coyle, he has mentioned it 
many times and I have said, yep, I'm going to go. This is what I do. This is the other commitment I have made to myself this year. So 2024, 2023 was the year of grace, learning to give myself grace, having better self-talk. And I moved tremendously. 2024, I'm like, okay, you're going to focus on your own health. Not saying I'm not ignoring my kids, but my kids have all the appointments. Yes. They get to doctors and dentists and eye doctors, and I'm great with their appointments. But what about my appointments? Right. So I was going to make myself the appointments, and I was going to start, you know, the food and the exercise and the appointments and the taking better care of myself. And so when Seth brought up Dr. Barbara, he's like, okay. Before you go down this path again, can you please go see her? And I was like, yes, this is the year of appointments. <laughs> I know you're excited about the appointment. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I still have like a list that I haven't done, but I went to you the eye progress. doctor. I made a primary doctor appointment. Like I'm making appointments. Yes, I'm So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make the appointment with Dr. Barbara. I'm going to go. And it was life-changing. Like I can't glow enough about that appointment. I left feeling physically lighter. I left a load there. Hopefully I didn't leave it for her, but she took a load off of me and she helped me understand. I said, listen, the weight and the emotions go together, but I don't know how, I don't know what the, I felt like there was a block that I didn't know about. And I was like, I need you to uncover this. I need you to help me. I need to, you know, not be going up and down my whole life. And I think she got to the root of the issue. And it all had to do with trust issues with myself, nobody else. And she unloaded it and got it off of me. And she's amazing. If you feel like there's like a block in your life. In any area. Go see her. Tell her I think she's fabulous and I sent you. I'm going to go see her again. And I have to thank her. I thanked her that day, but I need to like tell her how different I feel. And so I'm on this journey of, of, of health and wellness and... and Self-discovery. And a different, a different me this year. Yeah. Seth says I seem different. You do. Okay, so tell them how I seem different. You seem excited about this part of the journey when normally you're resistant and pissed off about having to do it. <laughs> and this time you actually seem to be optimistic and looking forward to it and actually enjoying the process and excited about it as opposed to doing it because you think you have to. So I think that you used really good wording the other day when you said that it's like I was fighting against myself. For sure. And it felt that way. It felt like I was always fighting against myself, which I didn't quite understand. And I don't feel that way. I feel like I'm with myself and I'm happy and I'm excited. Yes. And lighter. Yes. Just lighter. Yes. Emotionally, physically yes. lighter. Yes. So I think we all have stuff. I think we all have stuff to unpack. You might even not be aware of your stuff. Okay. So I'm a therapist and I'm not going to tell you, I think therapy is amazing. I don't want any therapist to come after me for saying this. <laughs> no one's coming after you. Listen, I love therapy. I'm a, I think everybody needs therapy. But I don't know how like 20 years of therapy. This has been a 28-year issue. I don't know that 28 years of therapy would have gotten underneath because it was so subconscious that 
I didn't know it even existed. Yeah. Right? So, you know, I'm going to learn more about EMDR because, you know, that's something that... That's separate, different thing. It's a different thing, but... Uh, yes. But I think that's more, more discovering stuff. And I think there's different modes of therapy that For we sure. can learn. Um, I'm curious to possibly learn. I would love to watch you learn on ET. That'd be awesome. So You'd my be so good at so it. my sister in law and Dr. Barber were like, you totally should study NET. Oh, Patty says so happy for you and congratulations on taking the first step. You're so sweet. Thank you, Patty. Well, it's interesting because <laughs> because someone, a nurse, was like, "How much do you weigh?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> And I was like, don't ask me. I wasn't about to go run on the scale and tell her, but like, I didn't even know. And that's not a good thing. Like, you don't want to put blinders on. You don't want to, like, whatever the issue is. So you like, you, you previously liked living in denial? Um, I think that sometimes I like to live in denial about issues. Yes, yes, Like, yes, we're yes. not even just talking about this one. And I, what I wrote about in my blog is like, if you're like me, like if you're, if you're in denial about something, if you're trying to ignore something, it's not going to go away. So start it with me, start facing it with me, like face it, challenge it, tackle it. Like we're stronger than our issues and we can tackle them. That's a good line. You are stronger than you, than your issues. Yeah. Like that. Well, a we, writer down we all have stuff. Yeah. We all have stuff. And like it, it almost didn't matter. It mattered. It mattered. But like, you know, you would be like, oh my God, your, your newsletter is doing so well. And I'd be like, yeah, but I'm ignoring my health. <laughs> would you, would it be fair to say that you had a tiny, the, I don't know if you would label it this, a tiny bit of imposter syndrome? Because no matter anything else, you would always come back with, but wait, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. No, that's totally the wrong label, but I know why you said it. I will explain okay. it. I will explain it. So there are different areas of our life. So I felt success okay. in work and in relationships. I felt like I was doing great with you. Yes, I felt like you I are. was doing great with my kids, our, our kids. Thank you. I felt like I was putting effort into friendships. And, you know, I try to be a really good daughter and daughter-in-law and sister. Like I was nailing certain things. I knew that there was something that I wasn't succeeding in. Ah, so would this, would the better word be like there was an imbalance? Like, I wasn't feeling whole. Got it. I that was feeling 75% successful. And I felt like there was like this 25% down here that I was trying to push away. That makes a lot. Thank you for explaining it to me that way. That and, makes more sense. And there was this line haunting me from preschool. Okay, this we haven't talked about. <laughs> You're discovering all kinds of I things. I am. So when Lily was two, I was in really good shape and I was running and, you know, I would go into preschool and the director was like, wow, you are in like really good shape and you got yourself into shape and that's so awesome. And I was like, I remembered that line of you got yourself in such good shape. And I was like, yeah, where is that person? Where, mm. like, where did she go? Because you liked being in good shape. It felt better, right? Yes. So like I did have a mother, a mother like 
say to me, do you feel, you know, she's very into health and nutrition and fitness. And she's like, well, do you feel good? And I was like, yeah, I feel good. Like, I feel good, but you know, let's not be in denial. Like we need to be a healthy weight. We all need to be, we want our kids to be a healthy weight. We want our spouses to be a healthy weight. And I was just ignoring it. So the blinders are off. And I'm not just going to be 75% successful. I would like to be 100% successful. And I don't expect us to be good at everything. I don't expect you to be the best at everything. And, you know, I'm not saying you have to be working and taking care of your kids. Taking care of your kids is work. I'm just saying that I was having the work success and I was having the parenting success and the marriage success. And I was like, but wait, what about your health? So that makes a lot of sense. Yes. So anything else that you want to say about that? I did not know about the two year old, uh, the, the <laughs> nursery school line. <laughs> and I have been, um, always been your number one fan and biggest cheerleader. And as I told you before, this time, this time feels different and I'm excited to see this new chapter in your journey. It'd be nice for it to like stick. That's up to you. Right. Well, so I caught myself and I said to Seth in early February, I was like, I'm not eating that right now. And I caught myself. See, I wouldn't have done that before. And I was like, I just said right now. Like, that's not a lifestyle. That's not a changing the way that you do things. That's a temporary thing. Which has always been one of the issues. I used to joke with my friends, this is a terrible joke, but I used to be like, well, if, if I'm eating sugar, I'm not thin. And if I'm not eating sugar, if I'm thin, you know I'm not eating sugar. That was like the joke that I would say. It's really not funny. I don't understand how that's a joke, but okay, I got the line. I, I got the analogy though, okay. the example. Anyways, so. The topic. Yes. Trust issues with myself. If I have trust issues with myself and I'm not following through with things that I need to follow through with, then it bubbles over to other areas of my life and I lose trust in other people. Yep. Right? Yes. And the issues tend to be with ourselves and we tend to project them onto other things. So just take a look at yourself. If there's something that feels like an issue with someone or something, think about how that might be an issue with yourself. Right? Yes. And um, well, yeah, we'll, we'll go on another journey together. Lots this of journeys. Will be that journey. Parenting journeys, mar marital journeys, weight journeys. We can do it all together. That's right. So. Feel free to tackle an issue with me if you're having an issue, if it's organization, if it's getting things done. Um, start Making time for yourself, for your uh, marriage. Oh, yes. You said that in the survey. Yes, in the newsletter survey, the biggest issue was finding time. The top two were finding time for self-care and finding time for your marriage. Okay, so maybe that needs to be our next topic. Time, time management, time use. Relationships two I, times. I think I think that here is my biggest lesson, and I will elaborate another time. My biggest lesson in that and in time itself is that we make time for what we want to make time for. Right? True. So if you're saying that you want to go on a date and I'm saying I don't have time, 
that's really not true. I can make time. That is true. I have had clients say, oh, I don't have 30 minutes a week to do a podcast. Like, you watch Game of Thrones, you watch some other show, yeah, there's your half hour. Well, and there's I think, your hour. I think that's the most frustrating thing to me about time when I talk to people is that people give me this facade that they don't have time for things. And I think it's BS. I'm just going to call everyone out on it, including myself. If we take Facebook, yeah. social media, Instagram, TikTok, if you take it out of your life for an hour, I mean, how many times are you scrolling? Is it a stress relief? Are you enjoying it? I'm not trying to take it away from you. I'm just saying that. There's, if you analyze your day, you would be amazed at how much time we waste. Yes, I have always said whenever someone gives me that reason, I'm like, give me your schedule minute by minute, <laughs> 24 hours a day. I guarantee you, I can find you half an hour. Well, and I get frustrated with myself because I will get to school 30 minutes early and be like, okay, don't get mad. <laughs> What, I'm you? like, I'm going to get to school. I'm going to get a good parking spot and I'm going to focus and I'm going to answer all my emails. Right. Why would I be mad about that? What do I do? You don't answer any emails. What do you, I do instead? You're either scrolling or you're talking to the people who knock on your window. Oh, well, if people knock on my window, everything goes out the window because, huh. be, well, because. I have told <laughs> you, say, I'm busy. I no, can't no, no, chit no, chat. No, 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 no. Relationships are number one. And I want to have relationship time with other mothers. That's not the issue. The issue is I might scroll uh -huh. instead of getting with the work done that I went to school to get done. But that's a whole nother topic. Yep. We're not going to talk about time management. We will do that another time. You're walking Tanner, says Patty. Okay. She knows you. So, so Patty, I purposely do get there early to walk Tanner. But like I might say... I'm going to walk Tanner for 20 minutes and then for 10 solid minutes, I'm going to answer all my emails and I don't do it. Sometimes I do. Interesting. But, Trust commitment but with yourself. I was just going to say that like when I say I'm going to do something. From now on, you kind of got to do it. I got to actually follow through to work on the trust issues with myself. You got to build myself. your trust muscle back up. Trust issues with, tr no trust issues You got to do myself. trust reps. You got to go, I said I did this. I did this. Even if it's, I'm going to get up off the couch in 30 seconds. I got up off the couch. I did it. Yes. I honor my micro-commitment to I, myself. And I do do that. I do I do, do a lot of things I'm going to say I'm going to do. So I do need to focus on that. Right? Right. Okay. Well, I would like to tell you that finally on Friday is the episode with my... She's not my producer anymore. She was she's, your producer. She's, she's moved up in ranks. Um, but my my podcast with Tayton is this Friday, and I got to interview her about what it was like to be my producer for three years. I'm so excited to listen. You haven't listened? I have not. I've been waiting for it to go live. Oh, my gosh. Well, I can't wait to hear what you think, so you're going to have to tell me what you think, and I can't wait to listen to it. I do so much better absorbing things when I listen to it versus when I'm doing the interview. Right. So I'm going to listen to it, but you're going to love... Hearing from Tayton, like lessons from the Whiny Palooza podcast and what it was like working behind the scenes for three years. And she's been a guest a few times, but this was her first time being a solo guest. And talking about her role as a, your producer. Yes. Um, so that's this Friday. So you're going to love it. And now Adrian is my producer and she is wonderful. I have been 
blessed Seth, two wonderful producers. So Tayton is now in a new role. Yep, and she I'm got promoted. Super happy for her. She deserves it. And Adrian is going to listen to this, and I love her, and I loved working with her, and everything is going great. Fantastic. So listen to the podcast, share the podcast with someone. I would so appreciate it. And anything else? The newsletter? Yep. Ask Rebecca. There, it's on the link it? tree. Yes. I'll oh, it's you, on the link tree. The newsletter's on the link tree in her bio. Sign up. It's free. It's a couple times a week. It's awesome marital and parenting content. Okay. Well, thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.